Real music, real interviews, real information. That's why we call it Real Gospel with the X-Men. X-Man and this is Patrick Lundy and the Ministers of Music featuring LeJune Thompson. This is simply called Cover Me. I'll speak with Patrick in a live interview right after this song.
Gospel is the place where God gets the glory and artists tell their stories. I am honored to be joined by this anointed man of God, Patrick Lundy, and the ministers of music are one of the most pristine and versatile choirs who deliver powerful performances consistently. Director and founder Patrick Lundy formed the choir over 28 years ago, and with each year, each year, he and his choir have continued to raise the bar for gospel choir music. And as a former member, well, not of that choir, but as a former member of my home church's youth choir and then teen choir, and then later on, I became part of the adult choir and the mass choir. I am a choir person at heart. Welcome to the <laughs> <All right>. program, <laughs> Patrick Lundy. <laughs> yes. Thank you, man. It's so good to be here with you today. Amen. Now, I always ask people uh, who have anything to do with choirs, and I know you do, do you remember the time not too long ago when choirs used to march down the aisle before they hit the choir stand? You know what? I knew that question was coming, and it's <laughs> funny you ask because at my home church, we just had a senior Sunday where we um, honored all of the seniors of our church, and so we did everything possible to make it feel like how it used to be. And so we added a processional and we came down the aisle with, we've come this far by faith. And uh, it was, you know, something that they really uh, loved. So yeah, man, I remember those days. Well, let me ask you a question. It, it, why don't, why don't choirs do that anymore? I, I can't say that all of them don't, but you know, most places that I've been, they just don't. They just sort of come in through the back door and they're ready to, you know, usher in the spirit as soon as the, as soon as the clock strikes, you know, service time. Well, yeah, I guess there are several reasons, but the first reason that comes to mind is that praise and worship has become, you know, the prominent thing that you um, hear or see at the start of a worship service. And so literally the praise and worship team kind of just comes out and the choir joins in eventually. But you just don't see the processional as you used to. Um, and it's kind of unfortunate because it's something that, you know, those of us at a certain age, we remember. Yeah. <laughs> we enjoy it doing. Yeah. yeah, I aspire to really that. really a part of the worship. Yeah. Of the yeah. I aspire to that. When I was standing on the side, you know, part of the congregation, I would look and watch them, you know, walk right past me. Like, oh, I want to do that. Oh, I like those robes. I mean, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Yeah. we got off to a great start. I didn't even get an opportunity to just say, uh, I did say welcome to the program, but for the listeners who are not familiar with you because they just found Christ on yesterday, please uh, reintroduce yourself and let them know where you're from and where you first fell in love with Jesus. Oh man, so that's way back. So I'm originally from Thomasville, Georgia. I'm a southern boy, Thomasville, Georgia, born and raised. And I grew up in the church. And First Missionary Baptist Church uh, was inspired by several uh, persons, including my pastor, uh, who was a Morehouse graduate, part of the uh, Morehouse Glee Club. My uh, minister of music was a piano major at Fort Valley State College. The church organist had an opportunity to go to Metropolitan Opera. And then we had another pianist there as well who was just a great soloist. So I was, you know, really surrounded by examples of church music or, um, you know, being anointed. And so I thank God for my upbringing. A lot of persons probably don't know that I was an original member of the Georgia Mass Choir under uh, Reverend Milton Bigham yes. and James Signa. Yeah, I was a teenager when that choir started. Wow. So, 
Yeah, I, I, you know, I was blessed, man, because those are the, those were the uh, examples and um, people that I came up under that I could, you know, really glean from. So, yeah. Man, that that's amazing because I still I play what's called traditional gospel every fourth Sunday and every uh, fourth weekend of the month on this program, and I dedicate it to all the gospel greats that came before today's artists, and I play. To this day, a lot of Georgia Mass Choir and a lot of the Reverend uh, Milton Bigham's music. So I know exactly whom you're talking about. And um, wow. Uh, yeah. And I guess quickly, what what did you learn from being part of that era and part of that particular choir and leadership indirectly? Because that's a that's a foregone day. Uh, most people listening right now, unless they're a, a little, unless they're seasoned saints, they get it. But like you said, in the age of praise and praise teams, um, a lot of today's artists and a lot of today's musicians and and, and, and and church people may not remember what it was like to have that kind of just, uh, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, the, the writing um, of a lot of the um, choir music back then was, um, I think the word might be palatable, meaning that you could learn the words very easily, which allowed the congregation to kind of join in and sing with you. Um, the harmonies were not as as difficult sometimes as you might hear now. And again, it, the, the soulful, just the whole anointing of the words and the presentation was there. Some, sometimes uh, choirs didn't even sing as skillfully as you might hear now, but they meant what they were singing. You know what I mean? It just felt kind of authentic and it really really touched your heart amen amen speaking of choirs and speaking of changing and touching hearts Waymaker, um you all are celebrating an anniversary uh, my brother talk about it well we celebrated it it was um really just before uh covid and it was our 25th anniversary yeah at that time and so Waymaker, uh we we, we did a, a cd a recording of that and um, Waymaker kind of took off, and we praise God for that. Uh, Jesse Williams is the composer from St. Louis. He's a wonderful writer, and he put that together. And I heard it at the uh, Thomas Dorsey Convention of Choirs, Gospel Choirs and Courses, and the Young Adult Choir did it. And I was standing next to a friend of mine who's a millennial. I said, do you think, do you think ministers of music can handle that? And he said, well, you know, you guys are a little older now. I don't know about <laughs> that. Y'all can definitely sing it, but in terms of the look of it. and blah, blah, blah. So that was a challenge for me, of course, because I, I, I have this thing about older saints, um, you know, not giving up and still looking the part, doing the part, and being the part. So we would have had it recorded, man. I think we, we did some justice to it. I think he's proud of us. Amen. Amen. Yeah. It, it you also features uh, it also feature Lejeune Thompson on um, "Cover Me," which is one of the songs that we're playing now. Awesome song. Yeah. She's an uh, awesome woman of God. Uh, talk to us about some of the music on this project. Well, yeah, Lejeune Thompson is um, the wife of our producer Cedric Thompson, and she's done really actually several songs down through the years on different projects, but. This song is special because I wrote it during COVID. Uh, I didn't write it at the, um, you know, for the anniversary itself. And so this song was added to the live recording session. And she just took it, man. She took, you know, what I had sent to her and just obviously took it to the next level. And 
so we're blessed to have her be a part of the, the project as well. Amen. The project also features a little something from the Bishop T.D. Jakes, Pastor John P. Key. Just talked to him a few weeks ago. Vanessa Bell Armstrong, Ernest Pugh, Donald Lawrence, and the Tri-City Singers, and many more. Who are the many more? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we've just had the opportunity to work with, you know, so many artists down through the years. And so... And that's, a, that's the name of a song right there. Down through down the... Lord's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. been good to me. Amen. So, yeah, man, our journey has been, you know, really, really um, unique. Um, and I, and I, really, for me, um, I just praise God for all of that has happened because I never started out wanting to be a gospel artist. I just love choirs and how they singers and every singer has its own, almost like a fingerprint, its own, you know, uh, personality, its own sound. And so I like bringing voices together to help blend them together and to take a piece of music um, and interpret what the music feels like to me. And so that was really the reason I started the choir. As we would begin to sing, people would say, hey, man, y'all got any tapes? Because, you know, back then it was tapes. <laughs> yeah. y'all, y'all got any tapes that, you know, we could, that you, we could take home? And I would say, no, we don't. But then I thought about it. I said, well, maybe we can do a demo tape. And that demo turned into a full CD. And our first CD was nominated for a Stellar Award. So it really kind of just, we got, kind of got catapulted to the gospel industry that way. That's how we, or I guess how we started out. Amen. Uh, have you, and I know this, 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 I don't know that I know the answer to this question, but have you uh, worked with Ricky Dillard? You know, the choir choir master, as they, they call him, he's called? Absolutely, yeah. And you know, Ricky Dillard is local now. He's in the uh, Washington, D.C. area. In fact, he... He, uh, he's minister of music at a church that I used to be minister of music of years ago. And so, yeah, we've had an opportunity. In fact, the last time Ricky Diller and I worked together was in Louisville, Kentucky. We were there for a conference last year. So, you know, Ricky is Ricky. And you always <laughs> going to glean something from him. And he is definitely the choir master. Absolutely. Yeah, what's it like working with him? I, I, can, I can just picture a lot of clowning. He, he's a serious, but a lot of clowning around joking yeah, just you know <laughs> that is definitely his personality but you know people uh what, what it does in the rehearsal though it makes people relax you know i mean it, it really makes them kind of relax and just have fun with them which all um you know really brings forth a better sound at the end of the day but yeah he's he's what did you see on stage that's how he is in choir rehearsal amen what are some of your favorite cuts from this project um waymaker as we just discussed and cover me of course um greatly to be praised Mm. it's another song that it's really at the end of the project but it's kind of like a gospel anthem anthem anthemish type song so for choirs or particularly church choirs who are looking for that kind of a feel um that song is, is is good as well Amen. Amen. And as we wrap up this interview, are there any artists out here that you have not worked with that you would love to um, work together with in the future, you know, from your lips to God's ears and to the airwaves out here? (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, there's so many talented artists out there. Um, But, I, you know, being an older artist now, I've never worked with Jonathan McReynolds. I, I, I like his writing. And he seems to be a very sincere and humble guy, so I'd love to do something partner with him at some point. Um, in terms of choirs that are out here, 
they're a lot choirs as well so it'd be great to collaborate and work with um, some of the choirs I, I grew up under Milton Brunson and the Thompson Community Choir yes. that's one of my favorite yes. of all time and so they are kind of re-entering re-emerging themselves and reimagining who they are as well and I would love to do something with them I mean you know we had them here last year for a concert but to actually work on something together would be great amen well it's in the atmosphere now so listen tell the <laughs> listeners where they can find out more about you where they can find out more about this music and uh you can give a shout out to your church and the uh, service times if you'd like well uh if you just type in my name uh patrick lindy and we and the ministers of music you know things come up all over um facebook as well as youtube our music is there and our webpage is there as well. So just kind of type my name in or type the choir's name, Patrick Lundy and the Ministers of Music. And yes, I would like to give a shout out to Reed Temple AME Church. It's in Atlanta, Maryland. I've been there over 20, probably 22, 23 years now. And we have some wonderful singers, wonderful people there. And I just want to give a shout out to them as well. Amen, amen. And we got off to such a quick start. I meant to ask you, is it Dr. Lundy? It is, it is. So, it's Dr. Lundy. I'm so not my, really into titles like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, still, though, you earned it, so you know, I want to make sure I, I correct myself. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a pleasure and an honor to have the one and the only Dr. Patrick Lundy on Real Gospel. Thank you for joining us, my friend. Thank you, man, for having me here. I'm really blessed today. You're listening to Real Gospel with the X-Men. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. Well, maybe I am. If you're buying a diamond ring for your wife, it's not cool to be cheap. If you're buying airline tickets, oh, it's very cool to be cheap and called Trip Amigo, where you can fly anywhere in the world and save up to 75% on over 500 airlines and 300,000 hotels, plus rental cars and vacation packages. Visit family, friends, or go on a once-in-a-lifetime vacation. Go ahead, be cheap. We have special fares we're not allowed to publish. When you book your airline reservations with Trip Amigo, you'll spend your travel money when you get there, not by getting there. Call Trip Amigo now and mention the travel code AMIGO and save even more. Call Trip Amigo now. 800-898-1427. 800-898-1427. 800-898-1427. That's 800-898-1427.